My name is Jennifer Walker. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. My friend and co-host Laura Hunter and I have been helping new parents navigate parenting for years, and we're here to help you with the Moms on Call podcast. Today, we're going to answer all your questions like always. This week, we're going to talk about napping and getting dad involved in the overnight feeds. We're also going to compare parenting styles to your favorite fast food restaurants. So if you aren't hungry now, you might be by the end of this show. And we know you're busy. And for that reason, we always want to teach you something in the first five minutes of every episode in case life pulls you away from us. Today, we're going to touch on the language explosion that happens in your little one's brain around age two and how that can impact even the best little sleepers. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast, brought to you this week by Brushy and Bobby. I love two-year-olds. It is so much fun, but man, something happens around that 24-month mark that I feel like I didn't have them sleep trained at all. And so it is just the most bizarre thing ever. So we want to tell you exactly what this could be from. Well, here's something that you don't hear very often when you hear about the two-year sleep regression. You have this great, especially if you've done moms on call. So, so many of our clients are like, my child was sleeping so good. Like we just, we knew that the other shoe was going to drop at some point and here it is. Um, And so what happens is their brains begin to process a huge developmental milestone like the language explosion. The language explosion is really the number one developmental milestone that'll interrupt sleep because of how interconnected it is to all of the other parts of our brain. There's so many um, ways that our brains are connected. And so when they when the brain and the neurons begin to wake up in this area of language and start putting words together and three to four word sentences together, and you really see that really start to take shape, be ready. Those kids are going to have trouble sleeping and napping. And it's just because their brain is so thrilled with this new knowledge and making sure all the connections are going to the right places. It literally is their brain is so excited it can't sleep. And the best thing for us to do is to keep everything the same, to be consistent, to stay out of the way. We're going to talk to them all day long, but that brain has to rest so it can do all the other great work of being able to fit all of those connections together and allowing everything to, you know, settle down, which it will in about two weeks, you'll have this two week interruption where, you know, your child will probably be trying to engage you in in new ways that, you know, it's hardest on you. They're going to be fine. They can talk to themselves (laughs) at night. They share a room. They may talk to their sibling at night, but just don't go in, don't offer any additional stimulation to them at night. Let that brain get its good rest so it can do the things that it is designed to do so beautifully and magically. And uh, we will have those great nights of sleep on the other side of that language explosion in about 10 to 14 days. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met 
the Moms on Call. They have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they're sharing their experiences as nurses, business owners, and moms with you, completely unfiltered. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Oh yeah, welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. Today, this one comes with a warning. This episode may make you very hungry. So if you're already hungry, we want to apologize. We'd also like to say right off the bat that none of the things that we're mentioning, uh, the places that we're mentioning in today's (laughs) podcast, um, none of these people are endorsing this podcast. So we're just going to be able to talk about them freely. That's right. And this is all in good fun. But today is talking about parent personalities and how they may kind of be related to a chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. We are relating parenting to chicken sandwiches today. So I'm so glad that you're here to do this with us because it's a huge debate. And there are all kinds of chicken sandwiches and really the restaurants that provide different sandwiches of different varieties. And Laura and I were thinking, you know, when you're becoming a parent, nobody gives you a menu where you just get to choose like, oh, what kind of parents are we going to be? We'll choose from this menu of, you know, possibilities. And so if you haven't had a baby yet, you're listening in, getting ready for that first baby, or you already do, we are going to uh, attach some parenting personalities to some common fast food restaurants and see if maybe the restaurant that you like really corresponds to the parent that you are. All right. So I was always kind of like, you know, a Chick-fil-A sandwich kind of girl. I like it. It's simple. It's always steamy and warm. It was just, that's what I was until this whole Popeye's and Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich thing happened. And, you know, I'm from New Orleans. So, you know, I had to go and try one of these sandwiches from Popeye's. And I'll have to say, I bit into that Popeye's chicken sandwich and it it edged out Chick-fil-A just a little bit. I know. And and it hurt my heart. (laughs) But it felt good to your stomach. Oh, it felt so good. Oh, yes, my husband. So Tim Walker is the chicken sandwich connoisseur. And uh, so he takes it upon himself. Now, you know, it's kind of died down a little bit, this debate. But then, like, I think Zaxby's recently jumped into the game. So now we got to go and retry them all again. So it's fresh. You can't just remember what they all taste like. You You got to have all three, like, lined up in front of you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So he did that. And I like the chicken sandwich because I like the bun. Like, somehow the chicken sandwich bun consistency um, is what edges Chick-fil-A's out to me, but Tim Walker agrees with you. And he's yeah. the connoisseur. He has developed this from childhood. So yeah, so uh, Popeye seems to be the clear leader. Have you had the Zaxby sandwich yet, though? I have not, but my kids have, and they mm. love it. In fact, you know, you know, we dropped Brent off at UGA uh, recently, uh, the last one to head off to college. And when I tell you, I don't know. I guess it was maybe five days after we had dropped him off. I was like, 
in the group text, you know, I'm going by Zaxby's and, you know, I'm in line getting ready to order. And I go ahead and start to order Brent's usual order at Zaxby's. <laughs> and then I had to realize, oh, wait, he is not home. I, you know, it, it was just, that was tough. That was tough. But he absolutely loves the Zaxby's chicken sandwich. It is number one in his book. So. All right. So we have a vote for all of them. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about how that relates to parenting styles. Oh, oh stick gosh. with us, folks. We stick can make two things totally unrelated. Related. <laughs> We're going to do that today because oh. we have a list of different fast food restaurants. Um, and those are going to be some of the things. I'm going to tell you what they are so you can kind of think about maybe which one of these is your favorite. And then we're going to swing back around and describe what parents we think would represent these different fast food restaurants. And they are, drum roll please, <laughs> McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Burger King. You know, they're still around. Yes, Zaxby's, Zoe's Kitchen, and Hardee's. Wow. All right. So when we're thinking about parenting styles. We can't just say, oh, I'm one way or they're one way because so many different things play into how we parent our kids. So whether or not we have, you know, we're older when we have our kids or younger when we have our kids or grandma lives down the road or health, you know, issues or, you know, even the weather. Even the weather would impact how I parent because I am, you know, I'm <laughs> like a planner. A, I yeah. am a planner. And so yeah. I would plan the day out what was going to happen at 9 a.m. the next morning thinking, oh, it's going to be beautiful weather. And then quickly realize, oh, wait, no, it's storming and we're not going to be able to go to the park at 9 a.m., you know. And but I'd call so, you and I'd be like, hey, let's go to the zoo anyways. You'd be like, it's you, raining. I was like, we'll see wet animals. That should be fun. Like, that's different. Yeah, that's, that is the difference between yeah. Jennifer and I's parenting. I think it's fun to see wet animals at the zoo. And I want it planned out on a beautiful sunny day. So, you know, or, you know, or even more so, Jennifer, is when you have one kid. Mm. I think you parent a little different than when you have multiple kids, because when you have one kid, you just sit around and eat bonbons all day long. <laughs> well, that is, is that how that happens? That is nobody's <laughs> life that I know. But I think that there is this, you know, when you have multiples or when you have multiple kids, you remember having one kid and you're like, wow, that feels like it was so easy. But at the time, it didn't feel easy at all. It did you just, not. you know, you thought about it. You wanted to do everything right. You were so focused in on that situation. So it does have its challenges. I don't know if bonbons are involved, but if that is your life, we just want to say congratulations. That's right. I'm coming over. Mm. So, you know, but even with all of these differences and the way that we parent our kids and where we find ourselves in seasons of life, because again, we may parent our kids differently every single day. Yeah. Um, but there are four things that I want to kind of touch on before we get into the fast food personal parenting personalities is, you know, there's four things that I think we all want regardless. Mm -hmm. And that's safety, simplicity, courtesy, and reassurance. And that's, I think at Moms on Call, those are the things that we try to embody. Like we want to put out resources that are 
safe. Simple is one of the things people loved the most. Remember when we were going to get the book deal, all the you know publishing agencies said it's 157 pages outline format. No, it has to be at least 365. And we've really fought. We're like, no, parents don't have time for that. We just want simple accessibility. It needs to be simple. And that's always been a driving force of everything we've done because Having you have five kids, I have three kids. We worked as pediatric nurses. We took call at night. I don't have time to delve into that, you know, much as far as a resource is concerned. So, yeah, the simplicity, I think so many of us just um, desire it. It's almost a necessity in life. So, yeah, safety, simplicity, courtesy. We're oh, always, even if people disagree with us, you know, and I- emails or whatever. And I, Lori, you're the best at that. Oh my gosh. Because, you know, again, I go back to, I don't know everybody's story Mm. and everybody's story can be different. So they may be, they may have a great reason why they're doing it the way they're doing it. That may be different than mine and the way that I do it. And, and I think that courtesy of just going back and forth and recognizing that, hey, I can support you and be here for you, even if. We don't agree exactly 100% on every single I or T that needs to be crossed, you know. And I think the last one with reassurance, you know, you were so incredible uh, in our friendship, always being able to give me the reassurance that I needed, whether or not it was, hey, you are doing an incredible job and you've got this and you're making the right decisions to oh, hey, man, you really screwed up by doing it that way, but it's okay. We've got this and we're going to get through those things together. And I think that reassurance is a huge piece of the puzzle that we can all give each other. (laughs) Did I ever really do that? Did I say you really messed that up and we'll get through it? Oh, yes. (laughs) No doubt. Oh, man. No doubt. Sometimes, you know, like that time that the kids, for me, remember that time that... (laughs) I was bathing the kids at night and one of them had a horrible sunburn and they're twins and they are for all intents and purposes identical. We never had them tested in the blood test, although they will tell you that they don't look anything alike. I'm like, Hey, come on. Uh, you, you do. I, I can tell the difference, but in that time they were two years old. I was getting them in the bath and I realized I had put sunscreen on Hamilton twice. And uh, Bryce was literally the color of a barbecued Cheeto. Oh, my <laughs> they don't gosh. remember that. Our kids oh. don't remember the things that we make. So there is a way to harness that and move forward. Um, but I remember you and I talking about that that night. We so yes. have a tendency oh. to be so hard on yourself. And you never say, hey, maybe one day we'll have a podcast and we can bring this up and make <laughs> other parents maybe feel better about some things right. that they did in their yeah. daily lives. And um, I think that is really where that reassurance piece comes in that, yeah. you know what? We're going to mess up and, you know, tomorrow's a new day. Let's get up and start again. And uh, and, and it's different than are. sugarcoating. Like it we is. didn't sugarcoat that. Yeah, yeah that sunburn's yeah. probably going to hurt. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's what aloe is for. That's and, it. Hey, yeah, well, can we tag them somehow so next time you remember? That's right. <laughs> so, <sighs> all right, let's get in. I want to talk okay. about these fast food parenting personalities. So So I want to get into this because, and the reason I want to do it is because I think that we'll all find ourselves in some of these 
And it doesn't mean that if you're only one way, you'll always be that way. Sometimes I'm all of these on different days and and so forth. But um, I really think that it'll help us kind of remember. But not only, I think that it'll also help us recognize certain things in other people, right? Mm. Like, Oh, oh, wait, that's a great, you know, those are some of the positives. So let's start off with McDonald's. All right. (laughs) Listen. Oh, that McDonald's. They are short and to the point. These types of parents have sized you up in the first three seconds, and they don't need to impress you because, hey, with those kind of French fries, uh, oh, wait, we're not talking about French fries. We're talking about parenting personalities. <laughs> Hold up. And, you know, now basically, again. they don't need a ton of details, right? Just kind of, hey, clear, accurate, let's go. They just want to be left to get to it. And it is, it is dependable. They do what they do. And it's dependable, no frills. I love these kind of parents. They are that one that'll pick up your kid on the way to carpool, you know, because you needed it at the last minute. Just, you know, they always, uh, they always deliver. Love that. Love that one. All right. Chick-fil-A, Jennifer. Mm. This is your favorite. You talk (laughs) about a Chick-fil-A It is so my favorite. These parents, they are sociable. Yes. They're relatively happy with most human interaction, you know. Mm. They're forgiving and they thank you like to the nth degree. I mean, just plain old basic human kindnesses. They like to see you happy and will pleasantly accept any form of communication that you offer. Yeah. Short of being rude. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love this? This is the... My pleasure, parent. You know, this, they're just yes. so happy to help. They just want to help. How can I help? Um, uh, and uh, I want to be organized that parent all the time. Because mm-hmm. we all not. said, like, that drive through, <laughs> it runs like a well oiled machine. Oh, my goodness. It is, <laughs> okay, you know awesome. who's still, okay. still in the game? Who? <clears throat> Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're just like, hey, we are still here, folks. These Aww. parents want to have it their way. They're not looking for instructions um, as much as they just respond best if they're heard, validated, and accommodated. Yeah, Like, you know, they just don't want to be left out of stuff. And, you know, they're good in a couple different situations. And, you know, I and love I'll, those kind of parents. I always think those are the ones that are like, I've got about four or five things that I need done. I'm calling that parent. Because mm. all I got to do is give them the list and it's, I don't have to worry. It's done. They'll do it their way, but <laughs> it will do it get their done. Way, but it will get done. That is right. All right. Oh, Zaxby's. All right. Zaxby's parents. These parents are seasoned mm. so professionals. We're moms, that's right. but that's they a are, dad joke for you. That's right. Seasoned These, professionals. You heard it here. They are seasoned professionals. They, they're here for just a good time. They're when you sit them. inside that restaurant, you look around at the signs and, you know, you just Hello? feel like somebody with a good sense of humor did this. Oh, uh, they're, they're bringing the jokes. They're bringing the fun. I mean, they're just awesome. They, I want to be the fun parent. Yes. Well, some of those jokes involve their children. They love that. <laughs> like you, you remember when we would, go, when dads would bring their kids into the pediatrician's office oh my and their first comment was, give them the big shot. How big is the shot that you have? You're going to give them today. We're like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I, I know you're laughing on the inside, but your kid's <laughs> looking really scared right now. Yeah, let's hold um, up. Pull yeah. it back. 
right? Cool that they're just having the time of their lives, um, That's right. listening patiently <laughs> to you. They kind of have this mischievous glint in their eye. Uh-huh. Oh, they're so much fun. They usually like won't clean up after a party, but they're a really good time while you're there. Yes, <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah, that's that it. Parent yeah, I find. That. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I can name off a few that'll fit the Zaxby's right off mm-hmm. the top of my head. Tell us a little bit about Zoe's because Zoe's is one of my favorite. When I want like oh, a fresh meal that is that I feel like is good for me, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to Zoe's. Just saying. We have to give a shout out to parents that are raising kids with dietary needs, behavioral concerns, medical issues, who have to manage, quote unquote, manage people who seem unconcerned about their child's condition all day long. And they're just longing for someone to listen and take notes and just have to look at people in the eye to gauge their level of understanding so that they know that you're informed and alert and will be attentive to, you know, some of the special instructions that are required. Um, Maybe you have to repeat these instructions back to them with confidence. And, um, And that is such a daunting and exhausting job. So if you are advocating for a child who has those special um, requirements of any variety. I had my niece is horribly allergic to peanuts. Um, one of our very close friends when the kids were growing up was also very allergic to peanuts and our whole family, my kids called themselves the peanut police. We're like, we're the peanut police. Hey, does that have peanuts in it? Wait, is that M&Ms? Are those peanut M&Ms? They're not allowed. You can't have that around Katie and took it on themselves. And let me tell you that as a parent to know that your friends take it seriously and, you know, will commit like that. And yeah, so that's a Zoe's Kitchen kind of parent. Like, that's it. we're going to provide what you need. We're going to listen. We'll make it special. Then we have the Hardy's parent. Now, mm-hmm. the Hardy's parent is kind of aloof. They just seem completely unconcerned. They don't care what the instructions are. They're distracted, uh, you know. They just recognize that they'll get your attention if they need it. They're not too worried about it, you know, and they, this parent needs patience, patience and clarity. You may have to, you know, if you're, if you're involved with this type of parent, you may have to repeat yourself a few times because they're just kind of all over uh, the place. And so unapologetically on their own timetable and by virtue of your role of being with them, so are you survivor mode. So just smile, just smile. (laughs) If you're really like, if you are a schedule oriented type person and you'd love to plan, you need to find yourself a Hardee's. You need to jump into that spontaneity every now and again, jump into that pool with them because it's good for the soul. That's right. Just, you know, kind of let that spontaneous, not worried about stuff uh, mentality just bring all the, you know, fun and adventure that, that that type of perspective brings. Wherever you find yourself in any of these uh, personality type situations, we want you to know that, you know, we all need to be kind regardless, right? So genuine kindness is when you are more concerned about someone else's needs than you are in being right And we want to make sure that we're kind to each other because that through that kindness is where we're able to really connect with each other, which I think is so, so, so important. And let's just be 
kind. Here at Moms on Call, we love bringing encouraging content that's going to put a smile on your face and give you something that you can really use. So our sponsor, Bobby Infant Formula, is also committed to giving you something you can really use and something you've really been asking for. So the Moms on Call community will love what Bobby has to offer. They are the only U.S. formula with 20 milligrams of DHA, the European standard and infant formula, and they are backed by a team of medical experts, including pediatricians, lactation consultants, doulas, and they're founded and led by moms. They're giving a 25% discount on your first box of Bobby when you use the code MOMSONCALL25 at HiBobby.com. We love partnering with people who are going to lift you up. You know it's a struggle to get your kids to brush their teeth. The benefits of good oral hygiene habits early is so important for cavity prevention. Brushies is the only kid and pediatric dentist-approved training toothbrush for babies and toddlers. And you can start creating those great habits as early as four months of age. Brushies is a finger puppet that fits on your finger or their finger to help them get those teeth cleaned. Using Brushies as part of your mom's on-call bedtime routine will create good oral habits that kids will love to use. Brushies also comes with a cool book to help teach them about how to fight off those sugar bugs. They have helped some of the Moms on Call team members with their little kids turn toothbrushing fights into nighttime fun. And our listeners can use Moms on Call in all lowercase for 15% off your Brushies purchase on their site, thebrushies.com. Our goal at Moms on Call is to serve. We want to make new parents feel less alone in their journey of raising beautiful human beings. If you have questions, please ask. We're here to help. You can reach us at 888-234-7979, or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Moms on Call. Leave us a message there or a voicemail, and we'll try to answer it on this show. Hey, moms. My name is Hannah, and I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. Um, I love your program so much. We just had our first little girl back in March, so she's about to turn five months old, and she's been sleeping through the night, and we just feel so equipped as first-time parents thanks to y'all's material. So thank you for that. I do have a question about moving from the 8- to 16-week schedule to the 4- to 6-month schedule. Um, we have been doing that for a few weeks now, and it's been going great. Her morning time runs so smoothly, and her first nap of the day is amazing. She gets a full two hours of sleep, and she is loving it. She's doing so well with it. But in the afternoons, that's kind of when we start to go downhill a little bit. She has a really hard time only having two long naps during the day. Her second awake time after 11 o'clock, she's only awake for about an hour and a half, hour 15 minutes before she starts to get really fussy. And so we put her down, then she'll nap for an hour and want to eat and then put her down again one more time. And so our afternoons are just kind of hit or miss. So I didn't know if y'all had any tips for um, helping her make an easier transition or if it's just a developmental thing and just to keep trying with her and she'll eventually get it. Thank y'all so much. Well, Hannah, we'd love to hear the question 
my baby wants to sleep more <laughs> than, you know, what might be on the schedule. That is so awesome. And yes, we do have an answer. You can stay on the eight to 16 week routine until they're handling being awake about an hour and 45 minutes to two hours pretty easily uh, and not acting hungry at the three hour mark. So you can stay right where you are. As we get closer to that five, six months uh, mark, sometimes you do have to work that a little bit, right? So we use that distraction by doing tummy time and back time and walking outside and, and then being very purposeful with when we put them down. And you can move to that four to six month routine, whether you've started solids or not, but the solids do help with distraction to keep them awake a little bit longer as we navigate that transition. And the truth is, if you get over to that four to six month routine within about a week, they adjust regardless. And if you'd like to see how to start some of those baby foods, which really do, it does help so much. Um, it's part of my favorite part of the online classes is watching Laura Hunter in the kitchen and seeing the different flavors, how to cook it, the different consistencies. And that I know is kind of um, not at the typical answer about sleep, but all these things are connected. So actually the feeding will really help in this situation. So we hope you enjoy it. We've put together absolutely everything that we could to help continue to make this as easy for you as possible and as fun. So thanks for letting us have a part in it. Hi, my name is Crystal. I'm calling from New York. I have a little boy who just turned five months old. My question is around the bath time routine. Um, so my son, you know, excelled on the eight to 16 week schedule. Um, and then we moved into the four to six month schedule. It seems like ever since we switched the schedule, um, when we start the bedtime routine, bath, little tender time, and then feeding and then put to bed. Now it seems like right after the bath, we try to put him on the changing table and you have some, you know, lotion him, diaper him. But he starts screaming, crying that he just seems to want to eat right away. Um, you know, at first we thought this was the transition to the schedule. But now that he's five months old, it's been going on for about a month. We've been trying different things to see if it would help. And, you know, sometimes now we just, as soon as we get him out of bath, we just feed him because that seems to be what he wants. And then we go ahead and diaper him. But I was just wondering if you guys had any ideas or thoughts on maybe what this could be and anything that we can do so we can sort of get him on track to the regular bath time routine and then feed, um, bathe, tender time, then feed, then put to bed. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Crystal, so what I would recommend is let's shift that bath time by about 15 minutes earlier. So let's shift the bath time a little bit earlier, see if that helps, and then you can actually start that feeding anytime after you get him all lotioned up and diapered and in his PJs. That tender time, it is so sweet. It is one of our favorite things that Laura and I did. And we did that with our kids up until, I mean, even through middle school, they loved it. It was just the time that we connected. So um, yeah, so just move that a little earlier and see how that works. And also try right before the bath to have some activity time so that they have a chance to get rid of some of that last little bit of energy that they often have to release before bedtime. And those two things should help you get the most out of that sweet, sweet tender time. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm calling from Texas. I'm expecting my first child and I wanted to know 
if you have any tips on how to include my husband in the newborn phase, especially with nighttime waking and anything else. I really want to include him in as much as possible, so we really are a team. So if you can help me figure out a way to include my husband in as much as I can, I would love to. Thank you. Emily, I love the word team because it is a team effort. And there are things, if you're nursing exclusively, then of course, dad can in the middle of the night, get that little one up and get it changed and hand it to you as you do that feeding. And if you're doing bottles, then dad is definitely able to get into uh, doing some of those feedings. And if you occasionally do a bottle, dad can do that as well. You know, one of the things that's actually going to help the most, Emily, that you already have in place is you've already determined that this is going to be a team effort. So the fact that you're intentional about that, how much do we love this question, Laura? Oh, I just, my gosh. I'm thrilled because sometimes we have that baby and then we just leave dad at the hospital. Like, <laughs> just me We're trying to figure this out so much. I remember um, my husband holding the babies and he held them and one of the little ears got folded over as he was holding him against the chest. And so when he pulls him away to hand him to me, he says, oh no, I broke him. I broke the ear because it hadn't like flapped back into position again. And I was like, no, babe, it's fine. These, you know, it'll be totally fine. So really encouraging each other and using that encouragement that we heard even when you left this message, that is already going to set you up for success. Oh, and Jennifer, one of uh, Jim, my husband's favorite things to have done was when we started those baths, once that umbilical cord fell off and we were starting bath, is he was in charge of bath time. And it was just their time. It was the sweetest thing ever. Watching the man you love hold that fresh, clean baby in a big towel mm, that you just love him more than ever. It's sweet. Enjoy, Emily. We are always taking your messages at 888-234-7979. You can also find us on Instagram. We are Moms on Call there. If we didn't get to your question, you might be able to find the answers on our website, momsoncall.com. We like to end every episode of the podcast with something that's going to put a big smile on your face. We call it the good stuff. We take the word kind, Jennifer, Mm -hmm. and we're going to break that down a little bit. So let's start off with K. K is keep track of time. Because kind people use time when they need to instead of allowing time to control them. So, you know, be kind. Listen. Redirect conversations sometimes if you need to so that we can always value each other. I is include other helpers. Access that support. Man, because you need your people, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's only people who think like you. You can have people with different uh, ways of parenting, but we need to know when and how to ask for help. And who are we going to ask? Because kind people are part of a team, period. And they know they're not the only answer. That's right. When you're kind, you do. You get it. Like, you may not have all the answers. That's so hard. We answered questions for a living. 
Like if I can give you the number of questions Laura and I have answered over 30 years of pediatric nursing a piece and yeah. Uh, But even we are not always the answer. Like sometimes people do things a little differently and that's okay. Uh, Let's go to N. Kind people need a place to recharge. Light my bathtub. (laughs) We have bathtub ESP. If If she doesn't take a bath at the same time every night. But somehow I know when she's in that bathtub and that's when I'll call her. Yeah. Like, this is uncanny. <laughs> um, that's where she's trying to recharge. That's right. But it's the best. It is and the best. And having permission to have limits. Kind people have limits. Yes. Recognize what you are. Sometimes your own body tells you what that is. It's sense it of does. tension. If that tension is super high, you know, sometimes you just need a chicken sandwich. Uh, my friend Amy and I were on a road trip. I was kind of getting out of sorts. And she was like, I need to put a chicken sandwich in you. And it did. (laughs) It made all things better. I needed to recharge. That's right. D, do allow mistakes. Kind people allow others to make mistakes and they're gracious, guys. We're, you know, listen, we're all going to make mistakes. Let's forgive each other. Let's take responsibility for the ones that we own. And Let's just be kind to one another. I think that's right here in the middle of the good stuff and the bad stuff, the mistakes and the positive days. Let's just be kind. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. Please visit momsoncall.com for more resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive not just survive this amazing parenting journey. The number one way that people find out about new podcasts is word of mouth. And that is how Moms on Call got started. And your endorsement of this show is so important. Please tell all of your friends about this show. If you think something in here would bring a smile to their face or would be helpful to them in any way. Also, please leave us a five-star review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. And if you're so inclined, write a short paragraph about what you like about us. Thanks in advance, and we appreciate you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast.